We are, we are building a church that is going to change this community. Change Kampala. Change Uganda. And Africa. And the whole world. Why? 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 One, we have a message. And we have a heart. And we are united. Why are we changing the world? We have a message. We have a heart. And we are united. Amen. Praise God. Today I'm talking to you about uh, two important subjects. And I'm going to ask you, please kindly listen and take notes. I pray that the Holy Spirit will give you an understanding. And I pray that you will be able to go and teach these things this week. So that's why you need to learn and you need to take notes. And, and I ask you kindly, find one, two, three, four people, five, six people this week and teach them the things I'm going to teach you. Will you? Teach the things I'm going to teach you. Share these things with somebody. Find some people and share with them. Sit them down and preach to them. Teach them the things I'm going to teach you today. Two important things. I'm going to talk to you about the balance of faith and grace. Everyone said the balance of faith and grace. The balance of faith and grace. And these are important foundational truths. The church is struggling with grace and faith. The church is struggling. The, we, the church cannot deal with the balance of grace and faith. It has been a difficult thing to do for so long. The body of Christ, the church, is basically divided in two groups. Which is not supposed to be, but it is divided in two groups. There are two groups. One, those who emphasize grace, they emphasize grace, which is God's part. Grace is God's part. Grace is what God does. It is up to God. So grace is God's part. And so they, they overemphasize God's part. This group preaches that everything is totally up to God. Everything is totally up to God. And they normally teach against the message of faith. And so they say faith is not important. And they say that everything is up to God. And because of their teaching, the church becomes passive. Because they sit back 
And they say everything is up to God. God does what he wants. God saves when he wants. And they say, yeah, he loves us and there's nothing else we have to do. They overemphasize God's part. And they only preach God's part. And they tell man you don't have to do anything. It's all about God. So that is one group. And they go on and on and on to teach against the message of faith. Group two are those who overemphasize the message of faith. Faith is man's part. Faith is what we do. Faith is man's responsibility. So this, this group of people normally teaches against the message of grace. And so they say you must do this and do that 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 for God to do something. So their message is all about what you must do. Their message is about how much you do for God. Their message is all about how much faith you put in God. And so they normally preach against grace. And so they put burden on man. And so man begins to work for God's blessing. So both of these groups are all at the extreme. The group that emphasizes grace, the grace message, is at the extreme. And the group that teaches uh, faith, they take it to the extreme. And both, the, both of these groups contend that the other group is totally wrong. So the one that overemphasized God's part, they say the other group is wrong. And this group that overemphasizes man's part, they say we are right and the other group is wrong. But I'm here to teach you that both of them are wrong. Both of them are wrong. Because they lack the understanding of grace and they lack the understanding of faith. They have no ability to understand the balance of the two. Are we together? Now, when you read scripture, God's word clearly teaches the balance between grace and faith. The Bible says by grace we are saved. But for us to receive what God has done to be saved, we must positively respond to God's part. Which the Bible calls faith. Ephesians 2 verse, na, verse 8 to verse 9. Ephesians chapter 2. Verse 8 and verse 9. The Bible says, For by grace, 
Please read together with me. For one, two, three, go. For by grace you are, you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, least anyone should what? Kubanga mwalo kukaluachisa, lua kukiriza. So tekwava jimuli, chechirabo chakatonda. Techava mubikuluabia mwe, noruecho mtu yenale mengo kwenye miriza. For by grace you have been saved through faith. By grace, by grace, by grace, you have been saved through faith. And not that, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works. So it's not what man does. At least anyone should boast. Now you realize that you are saved by grace. But yeah, you need faith to receive what grace gives. You are saved by grace through faith. You are saved by grace through faith. So that means you are not saved by faith alone. And you are not saved by grace alone. But you are saved by grace through faith. So that means for man to be saved, grace has to be at work. And faith has to be at work. For man to get salvation, for you to be saved, grace must be at work and faith must be at work. So if grace is not there, faith can't save you. Amen. Amen. If faith is not there, grace cannot save you. Now, if grace is not there, faith can't heal you. If faith is not there, grace can't prosper you. And if grace is not there, faith will be Nothing. So these two are a team. When it comes to salvation, when it comes to issues of man, grace and faith must be together. Grace and faith are a team. Say hallelujah. So both faith and grace are gifts from God to us. Grace and faith are gifts to us by God. Faith is our positive response to what grace has already made available. Faith Faith, 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 faith is your positive response to what grace has already made available. We aren't saved by one grace alone. We aren't saved by one grace alone. Neither by faith, faith alone. 
there has to be a combination of both grace and faith now faith is not independent from grace and grace is not independent from faith what is grace grace has nothing to do with you. Grace is something that God gives to you. By definition, it is unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor. Something you don't deserve. That is grace. But also, Grace is Christ. Grace is Christ. Grace is Christ. Grace is Christ. John 1:17 the Bible says. For by the law was given, sorry, by for the law was given by Moses. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The law was given by Moses. The law was given by Moses. Grace and truth came by Jesus So the law was given, but grace wasn't given, grace came. The law was given, but grace wasn't given. Grace came. Titus 2.11 Titus 2.11 and 12 For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. So grace wasn't given. Grace came. Grace appeared. So grace is Christ. Grace is God. Grace is Christ. So the Bible says grace appeared to all men. Grace appeared to all men. Verse Verse 12. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts. We should live soberly. Righteously. And godly. In this present world. So grace appeared. And grace came to teach. Grace came to make you. Grace came to train you. Grace came to build you up. The law was given. Grace came. Grace Jesus appeared. Jesus came. Jesus appeared. For this reason, the Son of God came to teach you, to train you, to uplift you, to build you. So grace is Jesus. Now, when someone say no to grace, he or she has said no to Christ. So anyone who teaches the extreme faith and rejects grace has rejected Christ. When you preach against the message of grace, what you're doing is you are teaching about Christ himself. And the Bible clearly teaches in Psalm, Psalms 
14 verse 1 that the fool has said in his heart there is no God the fool has said in his heart there is no God so when you say no to grace you're saying no to Christ the original translation says the original translation says the fool has said in his heart there is no God but the original translation says the fool has said no to God. The fool has said no to God. No to God. So when you say we don't need that grace, some, some, some people even go ahead to say that new message. That new message. And, and and truly they are fools. You know, they are not learned. Because grace is the oldest message. Christianity started with grace. Who brought Christianity? How did Christianity come? Grace brought Christianity. Christ. Yes, so when you say grace is a new message, you actually don't know what you're talking about. What you're saying is not to Christ. Praise God. Now, but also, those who preach extreme grace and remove man's responsibility from the picture are against the order of salvation. No. 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 You understand? <laughs> Yeah, when they take man's responsibility out of the picture, they are actually preaching against the order of salvation. Because for salvation to take place, grace has appeared. Man has to put faith in that grace. And then he receives salvation. Grace appears. And man must put faith in that grace to be healed. Grace appears. And man must use faith to receive prosperity, to receive healing. Faith is man's responsibility. And so man has to play a part. Faith. Now, grace is Christ. Faith is man's responsibility. Now, when you preach against faith, where are you going to put your faith? Grace is Christ. Faith is man's responsibility. So, when you preach against faith, grace won't help you. Okay, let's look at this. Let's go back to Titus 2.11. According to Titus 2.11, because grace gives 
and it's faith that receives. Now according to Titus 2.11, if grace alone saved, then every person will be saved. If grace alone saved, without faith, every person will be, every person will be saved. Because Titus 2.11 says, For the grace of God has appeared, sorry, the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Grace has appeared to all men. Grace has come to all men. Is everyone saved? Is everyone under the under the heavens uh, are saved. But yet grace has appeared to all of them. All of them. But yet, not everyone is born again. Why? Because not everyone has put faith in grace. So that means grace alone doesn't save. And then faith alone, without grace, you have no person to put your faith in. Then your faith will not be at work. Are we together? Are we together? So by believing with your heart, the Bible says, and confessing with your mouth, the Bible says you shall receive salvation. You receive what grace has made available for you by believing with your heart and You receive what grace has made available for you by believing with your heart and confessing with your mouth. So you see, grace and faith must be in the same place for man to be saved. You can't have faith alone. And you expect to be saved. And you expect to be healed. And you can't have grace alone without faith, which is positive response. That means you cannot respond without faith. You can't respond. Because faith is your response. Let's go to Romans 10. Romans 10, the Bible says, Romans 10, verse 9. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Now listen, salvation is as close. What, what, what it means here is salvation is as close as as your own lips and heart. Salvation is as close as your own lips and heart. Verse 9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you will be saved when you believe 
and confess the Bible says you will be saved verse 10 for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with a mouth confession is made unto salvation for the scripture says whoever believes on him will not be put to shame Whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. Which means you'll never be disappointed. So you see, you cannot be saved by faith alone. One faith alone. Or be saved with one grace alone. You cannot be saved by one grace alone. You cannot be saved by one Faith alone. You cannot be healed today if you have faith but you don't believe in grace. You can't prosper today if you have grace but you don't believe in faith. You must have faith and then you must believe in grace. And when you believe in grace grace gives you what you must receive. Grace is a giver. Faith is a receiver. Grace is a giver. Faith is a receiver. Now, how can I give you if you are not ready to receive? So you must be ready to receive. That is why we preach the word of faith. Ah, ah, ah. That is why we preach the word of faith. Because man needs faith in order to receive. And that is why we preach grace. Because man must understand that grace is here. That he has appeared. And that he loves you. And that he came for you. And when you understand that and you begin to see this grace then you're going to put your response forward and grace will give you write it down write it down grace is a giver and faith is a receiver grace is a giver and faith is a receiver grace is a giver and faith is a receiver. So grace is here today. And if you have faith, you receive. You receive. You receive. Grace is here today. And if you put your faith in this grace, you receive. Grace is Christ. Faith is your part. But listen as I conclude. Grace has come to us as a gift. But also faith has come as a gift. The Bible says. Faith comes. By hearing. And hearing. By the word of God. So faith. Is not man made. Faith. And that's why people faith. Because they, they, they want to fabricate faith. It's like you go and train. I have faith. No, you don't fabricate faith. 
you receive faith. How do you receive faith? By the word of God. When you stay in the word. And stay in the word. And stay in the word. That's why we send you daily devotions. That is why you need to come back here every Sunday. Because I'm going to teach you faith. By the word of God. And you and I shall be on the winning team. In Jesus name. Yeah you and I shall be on the winning team. You cannot lose. You cannot be defeated. If you understand this message. You cannot understand the message. Of faith and grace. And you stand the same. Place. You can't. You can't. You cannot understand the message of faith and the message of grace and you stay the same person. No, they will see you flying. I said they will see you flying. They will see you flying. They will see you prosper. They will see you healed because you understand grace and you understand faith. So now, faith is a gift. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. When you hear the word, you receive faith. That is how man is born again. We preach the gospel. We preach the word of faith. And an unbeliever listens to the gospel. And when they receive the message, the message produces a seed of faith. This is how salvation is working. An unbeliever hears the message that God loves him. That Jesus died on yes, the cross. And we preach the word of faith. And we preach the word of faith. And he receives the message. When he hears the word and receives the word, the word goes into his heart and the word plants faith as a gift. And the man uses that seed the word has planted and he puts it in grace. That's how faith is made. The word, the seed in a man's heart helps him. It, it, it plants a seed of faith. And that is the faith man uses to put it in grace and receive salvation. That is why every one of you you don't need more faith. Did you know you don't need more faith? You already have faith. Because how can you be born again by faith? You are born again by faith. And that faith that saved you can't give you money. Money is less than salvation. Money is so small. So how can you tell me I am born again but I need more faith. No, you need the word. You need the word. You already have faith. Every one of you, you have the faith that moves mountains. Every one of you, you have the faith that brings a new job. Every one of you, you have enough faith that brings promotion. You have enough faith that opens the blind. You have enough faith. You have enough faith that master let them walk. Come on, raise your hands and say, I got faith. Say, I got faith. An unbeliever 
doesn't have faith. That is why we need to preach to them. For them to receive the word. And receive faith. So they can be born again. But you a believer. You grow in faith. You grow in faith. You grow in faith. You grow in faith. How do you grow in faith? By using faith. You use faith. So I hear people. Father, give me more faith. Give me more faith. No, 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 no. You have a faith like a mustard seed. When you use that faith, you shall move mountains. When you use that faith, you're going to heal the sick. You got faith. Just use it. How do you grow in faith? By using it. Wake up every day. Use your faith. Use your faith. Use your faith. As you enter your class, use your faith. As you enter your exam room, use your faith. As you go to your place of work, use your faith. Use your faith. Think bigger. As you, enter, as you enter that bank, use your faith. As you meet the lamb, Touch them. Use your faith. You found the blind. Use your faith. The more you use it, the more you grow. The more you use it, the more you grow. It is a gift that every believer has received. Stand up on your faith. Who? 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 I'm looking at giant killers here. I am I am I am provoking something inside of you right now. I'm saying I am provoking something. There is something hidden inside of you. I provoke it right now. There is greatness inside of you. I provoke it right now. There is prosperity inside of you. I provoke it right now. Oh, there is healing inside of you. I provoke it right now. Ah, be provoked for greatness. You are not a small person. You are not a small person. You are not a small person. You are not a failure. Because you understand grace and you understand faith. Raise your hands and pray in another time. <laughs> Oh, Something is getting provoked right now. Ah, you change how you looked at yourself. You change how you looked at yourself. Something is getting provoked. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Something is awakening. 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 
You're going to use your faith from this day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're here today, there is such a healing anointing in this tent. Such a healing anointing in this tent. Such a healing anointing in this tent. I see a tumor living. I see a tumor living. I see it drying up. I see it. I see it. I see a heap getting healed. A heap getting it's getting fixed. I see it. 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 Touch where you feel the pain and raise. Use your right hand. Touch where you feel the pain. And raise, raise the other hand. I am praying for the sick right now. And, and healing is in this place. Healing is in this place. Healing is in this place. Touch where you feel the pain. Touch where you feel the pain. Touch where you feel the pain. I command every disease. I command every disease. I command every sickness. I command every demon. Under my voice right now. I command every cancer. I command every tumor. I command diabetes. I command you. Go! Get Go! Genda. Go! Genda. Go! Genda. Out of their bodies. Out of their bodies. Out of their bodies. Out of their bodies. Leave them now. Everyone be healed right now. Everyone be healed right now. Be healed right now. In Jesus' name. Be healed right now. In Jesus' name. Be healed right now. In Jesus' name. Begin to do what you couldn't do. Before. Begin to do what you couldn't do. Before. The rest begin to thank God for healing them. Begin to do what you couldn't do. Do what you couldn't do. Mama, check your hand. Mama, Sir, check your chest. Look for it. Sir, look, look for it. Check, check your chest. You are healed. Check yourself. There is a lady there. God is healing your back. Check your back. Check your back, Mama. Check your back. God is healing your back. God is healing your wrist. God is healing your wrist. Mama, there. Someone help her. Someone help Mama. Come on, check yourself. God is healing you. Check yourself. Sir, tell us what you feel. 
Check yourself. Come and tell me. Come on. There is a lady there. She needs help. God has healed her wrist. Mama, how do you feel in your back? How For two weeks, it is gone. It is on there. Come on, clap your hands with the Lord. For two weeks, pain in the chest is gone. There is a lady there. God has sealed her wrist. There. There is a lady over there, Mama. Are you the one? Are you the one? What happened? Come. There is another lady. There is another lady. There. Let's do it quickly. Ashes, please help me. There is another lady. There is a lady there. She's somewhere there. Yo, yo, yes. Yeah. What happened to you? Sorry. Uh, and you can't breathe. You can't breathe. You couldn't or you can't. You couldn't. But now you're healed. You breathe properly. For, for how long? For how long? One year. One year. Uh, pain in your chest. Yes, my sis. And, and, and you couldn't breathe. But now, but now you can breathe. Properly. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord. Wow, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I saw your hand. What happened to you? For how long? Two months. You had it for two months. Sorry? This microphone is not working. What happened to you? Okay. Do you feel the pain now? No. No pain at all. But you had it for two months. She had pain for two months. But there's no pain right now. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord. Amen. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord. What happened to you, Mama? Back pain. For how long? For three days. Do you still have it? It is gone. Come on, clap your hands. Come on, let's give him all the praise. for this day we thank you for the word that we have we thank you for everything that has happened today we thank you for every greatness you have breathed on us we thank you because none of them that came here today will fail none that came here today that will fail none of them 
them will ever fail. None of them will be defeated. Thank you for life. Thank you for increase. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for healing. Thank you for peace. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. opportunity for you no pressure but put your faith in God put your faith in God even concerning your finances I'm going to ask you to come forward and give your building investment as we build for the house of God God is building you Amen so I'm going to open this up for you to walk at your own will as you put your faith in God listen child of God believe in great things connect with God and put your faith in grace so I'm going to open this for you walk at your own will and come and give to the building project. Let's sing again as they come. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord.